0: Check.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, oh boy, I messed it up on my end and now it's all butchered. I should not have done that. Alright. Just drag this down. It should be better. Alright, that works. Alright, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh live on Twitch. Um once again, if you wanna always check out what's going on live, um you need to um Follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash IWEP podcast, all one word. Um, So we always go live on here so you can check the immediate shows uh, as they happen. Let me just give myself a little turn here. Maybe not too much. There you go. Um, And we also have merch pages. Uh, You can check out the links below whether you're watching on any platform, uh, Twitch, the replay on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, if you're listening to this on audio platforms as well, all the links below will take you to any of those platforms. So if you just want to hear the audio, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Google, um, any podcast platform you download, it's all there. Um, as well as, like I said before, uh, YouTube links are stuff and all below. Um, any merchandise you guys buy do, does go to help grow the podcast. Um, the reason we are doing this live on Twitch now is because we had enough fan support to get us here and get us a new computer to do this. Um, so we have a really cool interview today. Uh, local guy here, a uh, friend of mine for a while now. We've always kind of crossed paths, played basketball together, kind of watched him grow up a little bit. It's nice. Um, but I'll, I'll let you do your intro here. So uh, go ahead, man.
0: All right. So um, for people that don't know me,
1: uh, um, my name
0: is Gregory Stanilonis. Uh, my nickname in Schuylkill County, or you may have heard of me, is uh, G-Stan. Um, and uh, I know Tony <laughs> for a long time. Um, before, I eventually uh, I played football in college, but I had aspirations of uh, playing basketball originally, uh, following in my father's footsteps. And uh, Tony actually was uh, somebody who taught me and my friends how to kind of play the game in a different way. You know, you may have heard of street ball. Well, Tony had very, very um, exceptional handles, they're called. So he was a very good ball handler. And uh, a lot of the stuff that you would see in the video games and uh, in the, in, on uh, And One. Tony and his friends could do and we couldn't and he was about he was about five years older than me I think four years and uh he used to you know you know me and we were we were you know young we were about seventh eighth ninth grade and you know it really helped elevate our basketball ability by having a different uh aspect so he the man said he kind of watched me grow up a little bit uh there was a lot of times at the Frackville, uh, the Frackville school park playing, uh, playing a lot of basketball and, uh, with, with this guy. So I thank this gentleman for having me on his podcast. Uh, I'm here today to talk about my father's tournament. Um, my father was a, um, he was a basketball Ooh. official oh, for 20 years. Um, he played, he played semi pro basketball college, um, he, it was his passion. Um, he eventually um, became disabled from a uh, bad fall, and um, they botched a neck and back surgery on him. So he went from one day um, being healthy, 55 years old, running up and down basketball courts, and, you know, he. That was like a second income for him. Uh, a lot of people don't realize when you ref basketball games, it's anywhere between twenty-five and fifty dollars for a game. My dad used to do like three, four a night, um, but he uh, he couldn't ref anymore, and um, it just really killed him. Um, he he could barely walk. He uh, he passed last April in. Uh, April 2019, and uh, I wanted to do something to remember his honor. So I created a scholarship in his name, and uh, I cre- the scholarship the money for it is raised by this tournament, uh, this basketball tournament. The uh, the teams they give up an entrance fee to play in it, and uh, then I get donations from local businesses who want to put an ad or advertise in the uh, program booklets that I make for the tournament. And um, last year, we had uh, seven teams play and about, I'd say, 50 to 60 spectators. So that's around 100 people for first year. And um, I had a DJ, uh, DJ Guardian from Pottsville. Um, He he was uh, courtside playing music. Um, I, uh, me, and my girlfriend Brittany provide all the food and uh, drinks for everybody. Like donations are welcome, but you don't have to pay if you want to drink or eat anything. There's music, and uh, it's just a good cause, you know. Um, now, one thing I wanted to clear up is some people have the misconception that if you win the tournament, you win the scholarship, and it's it's not like that. Um, It's I accept um, uh, I accept essays with prerequisites um, that it has to be the person played two years of high school basketball. They just graduated. They are going to college in the the fall. And uh, the essay is uh, two pages. How do you, Plan to further your academic career, and if you were awarded this money, um, how would it benefit you? And uh, last year, uh, this kid from Frackville, Keith Stavinsky, uh, won it, and he basically wrote about how uh, the cost of books isn't, uh, you know, always covered under tuition. And how laptops are so expensive these days and how that was going to help him with his book money and his laptop money. So that's how, uh, you know, I take the essays. I think there was 10 last year and uh, I read them and I see, you know, what I feel which kid wrote the best essay and who really needs it the most. And then. Uh, they're awarded a thousand dollar check so that's nice. uh that's that's how it works that's the the basic rundown
1: nice nice now I, I could definitely relate as someone who I mean you obviously you're saying before my passion was basketball for a long time um, and I was hit I was hit when I was younger I was, I was 16 17 with the uh, I was told I wasn't I shouldn't be playing basketball I shouldn't be playing any sports I had uh, it's called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. It's like hyperelasticity of the joints, where I could easily dislocate stuff. And I was told as I get older, it's gonna get worse. And I was like, I'm a 16-year-old kid. I'm like, I'm not hearing that. So I just kept playing. So actually, when you seen me playing, I was actually told by doctors not to. <laughs> um, and then um, <laughs> I hit around 2021 20, and uh, hurt myself real bad in the back and <laughs> in my and uh, really really messed me up pretty but pretty good. But uh, yeah, it's it's tough when you uh, when you've dedicated yourself to something for so long, and then it gets taken away, and then to like re-find yourself, it's it's hard. It's not easy. Depression kicks in, anxiety kicks in. It's it's uh, it sucks. Um, so I mean, unfortunately, that's uh,
0: definitely yeah. So that's get, definitely you know that you talked about the depression aspect. You know, I the the things I'm going to speak about on here is nothing that I wouldn't say to anybody else. I, you know, knowledge is power and understanding different situations. If a person has to come to those situations in their life, hearing someone else's story might prepare them. So what you're saying, Tony, my father definitely became very, very depressed. And, you know, he, how do you find yourself again? Not even being able to walk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So yeah. He had to walk. He he had to walk with a big stick, a cane, for the rest of his, you know, five years or whatever he he lived. So.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm not speaking for him, or probably I'm just trying to relate. But like, especially growing up in a in a coal region town, where all you really have is, you know, it doesn't sound like much. I know from outside people looking in, it's like it's just basketball, it's just sports, it's just this. But I mean, that was like, I mean, when you're in this area and maybe you're not the greatest book academic person and all you really have is sports i mean we there's kids i mean it's a a joke in this area you go to a bar you talk to someone they talk about their glory days that's what we what's what we have that's what we look forward to that's what that's a huge thing in our community and when it's when you get older and it's kind of taken away from you it's like you lose your identity and it's not easy and then especially when you're become disabled or you have something that may hold you back or then you're a man in a coal region town where you're supposed to be tough and you're supposed to be you know, not look, not showing weakness, not showing anything like that. Uh, it's 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 hard, man. You don't want to ask for help. You don't want to. You don't want to appear like you're weak. It's 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 really taxing on your mind, man. It truly, truly is. I mean, I was not fully par like disabled or had to walk with assistance, luckily yet. But I mean, it's it's I'm, I, mine's a very small scale of what your father went through, but it's it's definitely not an easy process.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: We uh just to kind of we are we are kind of having now this is one of the um, um, setbacks for doing this online. We are having some connectivity issues. So if you do hear those or see those, just mi- be mindful that, you know, during this pandemic, yeah. everyone and their brothers on the Internet. So there is some there is some delays or some buffering or some stuff going on. So just definitely bear with us and, and enjoy the content for what it is. So uh, so when exactly is this tournament happening? <laughs>
0: It's, uh, August 15th, uh, it starts at noon, and that is at the Frackville, uh, Goodwill, uh, courts, and, um, it's a four-on-four tournament, um, but you can have five players on your team, one player for a substitution.
1: Yeah. Definitely, if you're an older guy, bring your sub. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, the, uh... The winning team last year was made up of uh, Tyler Skinner, um, Joel Santana, uh, Nick Sunaika, Jonathan Smith, and uh, the newly uh, appointed uh, North School basketball coach,
1: uh, Will. I always forget the man's last name. Sound like you a squad just, right uh, there. That's a that's a tough squad to beat. Yeah. Skinner's Skinner, yeah. And, they, I know Skinner and Joel very well. Uh they're ballers. They know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Will Will's probably the best one on the team, and I'm um, Will, I'm sorry I always forget your last name and <laughs> I apologize to you every time I see it. But he actually just uh became the uh Norse school uh, basketball coach. Congratulations. So Will man. Will, congratulations. Yeah. But that that's the team though. That's uh the defending they, they've made it very uh clear that uh they are defending and uh they will they will not go down quietly.
1: Yeah. So, the two times. They're gonna go for the two times. Mr. Two Time. That's what they're going. Yeah. yeah. That's a streaming joke. If you watch um, streaming, it's a guy named Dosser Doctor Disrespect. He always said he's Mr. Two Time, Mr. Two Time. <laughs> Um, and the, win-
0: winners, the winners receive uh, uh limited uh print shirts. There's only uh, I only get so many made for whoever wins, and uh, they're nice, they have uh, nice designs on them. And they say, you know, 2020 M- memorial, Greg Stanilonis Memorial Tournament Champions. And uh, thank you, uh, Janet Janet's she makes them, and uh, thank you, Janet, for taking care of that. Um, but, yeah, Tony, it's a great, it's a great, uh, you know, it's a great event, man, uh, especially this year with, with coronavirus really shutting everything down. And, you know, everybody was worried about, you know, well, are you going to be able to do this? I I went in front of the borough council, went in front of the police. I have all the paperwork, all the proper you know, eyes are dotted, T's are crossed. All I ask is anybody that sees this, you, the governor made a thing that says you have to wear a mask outside. It if they are if you are actually playing, that is considered exercise, and you do not have to wear a mask for outside exercise. I have to stress that as well with the whole coronavirus thing. If you are standing there spectating. Under the law of the governor, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I can't force you, but that's the law. that's what he that's that's the standing order right now.
1: Yeah, and if you need a mask, um, you can get you know podcast masks. Just put it out there. <laughs> I actually, there you go. I if just anybody got needs one. needs a in. mask. There you go. Yeah, I just got I just got my uh, the banging beers one in. They're very lightweight. I like them a lot. I uh, I didn't know how I was going to feel about them, so I ordered one or two just to see what they were like, and they're they're pretty sharp. I like them. Um, so if That's you need a good. mask, there you go. We got you covered on this end. <laughs> um,
0: Anybody needs a mask for a tournament, hit my, hit my man up right there. He only know. lives a couple blocks away. You know, stop well, in, grab well, one. Well,
1: the merch store you can order right online i will get shipped right to your house. You don't even have to, t- you know, you even even have to talk to me. You can just order it online. <laughs> even better. Yep, teespring.com. It's, I'm sure it's on there. I'm sure all the links are below us. You can find find a link somewhere there. Um, so yeah, man, like... I'm, I'm pretty excited for this tournament. One of the, one of the deadlines for um, sp- like local businesses or sponsorships or anything like that to, to come in.
0: So, um, so basically my graphic designer, AKA my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> makes the uh, booklets and everything. Um, we want to have them, <coughs> the tournaments, the 15, we want to try to get the booklets made by like, <sighs> like the 10th or the 12th. Um, so as far as donations go and trying to get your logo out there and advertising, I would say, please, you know, do not try to give me anything past like the 10th. I mean, the, the 12th is really, you know, pushing it. But uh, I'm going to cut it off around there. Okay. Now with the team, now with the team's, it's a one day thing. It's double elimination one day. So I'm going to have to cut the teams at probably 12. Maybe I can squeeze 14 teams, but 12 is probably what I'm looking to cut it. And as of uh, this afternoon, I have eight teams. So I don't know. I get a lot of, I'm getting a team together, I'm playing, and,
1: you know, that, talk is that cheap. Never... Talk is cheap. Get yes. your team in. So, you know it'd be cool too man I, if you ever get to it if you get to a spots yeah if you get to a point where uh, this gets even bigger and bigger um and if you cap it at 12 you could probably make like a weekend out of it like the, the, to- the actual tournament happens on like a sunday and then friday and like say if like if there's some teams who have been doing it every year. So like those eight teams are locked in, right. Or like they were like the first, second, third are locked in for the previous year. And then Friday, Saturday, you do like a tournament to find out who fills the other spots. And then you, 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 turn your tournament into a three day weekend and you can raise more money.
0: That's a great idea. I've been, I've been, you know, Tony, I've been so strapped with ideas of trying to make this bigger. And I, you know, I tried so many different things to try to fit it into a, a two-day um, a two day plan. And I just, I wasn't really coming up with anything because I was thinking, well, what if I did adults one day and then kids another day? Or, you know, it's a co-ed tournament. I was trying to get uh, women's teams and, I I didn't I didn't get anywhere with it, so that's uh, that's like the first positive idea that anybody's had on trying to extend it into like a weekend process there.
1: Yeah, it would be something. I I mean, it really comes down to people. You know, I mean, you have have to have a lot of people to do it, but that's something to look forward to in the future. You know, I think I think what you're doing now is very simple. It's a it's a it's a one day you're in you're out type thing. I think that works best for now. And and like I said, your whole three-day weekend doesn't have to have the DJ and the food, like, because you want your spectacle to be your last day. So the teams that are qualifying to be on that day, if they get the DJ and they get the music and they get the big big lights, what's the point of playing on Sunday, you know? So it's just kind of like a qualifying tournament to get in for the weekend, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of have it marked on my scat calendar. Um, I don't think there's anything going on for me that weekend. I know there's a lot going on for me in August, but I think the you said the 18th, right? The 15th. 15th. Yeah. Yeah, 15th, there may be something going on, um, but I will definitely um, look in to see how we can squeeze that in.
0: Yeah, dude, last year, like, I mean, it was my first year, so I just was going with whatever. But uh, I actually was, you know, playing around with the idea of uh, what if, <laughs> like, then this was last year, and I mean, it, it this was just a thought. But I was, I was going to even ask you, what if you did a podcast there at the tournament?
1: That's very possible. We could figure something out. I know, I know that. So I I think that night, like Friday, Friday before it happens, um, I am going to be in New York recording a podcast, um, consuming alcohol. So it'll probably be an overnight thing, and then I will leave New York in the morning or the afternoon, and I will shoot straight over. And uh, I don't know if I'll be able to record (laughs) anything that day, um, but I will have equipment on me. I mean, we could we can always figure something out. um, But I'll definitely come and, and definitely come show some support.
0: Right. Yeah, man. Whatever, you know, whatever you want to do or, you know, whatever you can do. I just I was thinking I was like, wow, that'd be pretty cool if Tony sat up as a table and had a little uh, something down here. But New York's uh, that's a lot, though, Tony. So if you can uh, if you can come by, man, I'd like to see it, you know, but if not, I completely understand that's a far yeah, no, I definitely I
1: definitely will make it a point to, to get there. I don't I, I don't know if I'll be there exactly at the start, but I will definitely be there. I will see the championship game, I promise you that. And I'll, I'll watch yeah I'll watch Skinner and his team host up that trophy for the two Mr. Two Time. That's my pick already. That's my pick to win it all. It's just is that team. I'm, they all, I'm going they, with the defending team. They chance.
0: opened they opened as the favorite and uh that's you know, we'll see. We'll see so. how it goes.
1: Here's, and here's the awesome oh, thing about like this is is um, our area man is just loaded loaded with some amazing basketball talent like we we are a, I, I don't understand why our, our community pushes so hard to be a football community because we I mean football is our thing, but we we just produce so much basketball talent. I just I, I just wish that the community in this this area would kind of just shift gears and just say hey we're we're more of a basketball county than we are a football county. And I wish basketball would get more love. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, I like football, obviously. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it, it football kind of nerv- makes me nervous. You know, watching people be- beat and bang out there, and guy blows his knee out or gets hurt and is done for the rest of his life for over a high school football game. Now, I, honestly, that can happen too in basketball. But I don't know. It's a little different, I guess. But uh, I, I just just growing up in this area and just seeing every team in the area just having dynamite basketball players um is really is really cool to see especially like you know he he were saying before i was a little older than you guys but we would go and we'd play in ashland like the the funny thing about our team is we didn't have cars at the time so we would walk or ride bikes from town to town so if we were playing in your town we probably rode a bike there (laughs) or we had someone give us a ride and we would stay from sunup to sundown and it would be like one of those things like winter stays on court and we'd play like 13 games in a row and then I'd I'd go home and die of heat exhaustion. Um but yeah, art just so much talent in this area when it comes to basketball and it's really cool to see those generations all come together in a tournament I, I like this. Wanna, I don't
0: want to I don't want to jump in but he's he's not lying. They really him and these two guys uh to- Tony uh, and Justin. To, to, is it Was Ken, Kenny?
1: Kenny would be our fourth and if we had a fifth his name would be sincere. Yeah but it was always me tony and justin
0: okay tony and justin and kenny is who i remember these guys they literally would go from town to town and mop up the courts for hours and he's <laughs> he's he's not like he's not lying man you know the the relevance of that is anybody that lives in our area and is actually been out there and like played basketball on the courts out there knows like there's a there's a it's like an unspoken type like you know who the ballers are mm-hmm. and the the, the the time era that we're talking of the time period is the early 2000s for the people that are listening to this that's when n1 and the professor oh baby hot sauce all <laughs> that that's when that stuff was in its prime and they emulated that we studied and put those their tapes. own put, put their own touch on it and brought it into the scoop and yeah. people people didn't do stuff like that it's know? funny cuz it was <laughs> we
1: we would study those tapes me tony and justin would study those tapes and then uh, kenny who was we called him uncle kenny he was the older guy on uncle the team kenny. But, but he played yeah. center he was our big guy he was an old school basketball player. So then he, we would bring the street ball to him, and then he would yell at us for doing all the tricks. And then he would teach us how to run a diamond, how to run a triangle, how to run perimeter, how to run zone. So he taught us the basics of basketball. So we were bringing the old school style, and he was like an 80s, 90s baby when it comes to basketball. And so we would, he would teach us that style, and then we'd bring the new school, and that's kind of how we, how we played ball. <laughs> it was fun yeah it was a good times, so man that was back in the day man I'm very i mean, i was in very good shape back in the day people look at me now and i'm a fat slob and i'm a big i'm a bigger guy and i'm like back in the day man i was in good shape like i can move and they're like yeah right i was like i'm dead serious i'm not joking <laughs> it's facts it's
0: facts <laughs> i
2: uh,
1: i mean
0: uh tony i know you know we're not we're not saying anything that's not uh, facts here you weren't uh you weren't. Um, I don't know. I want to say this. The blue collar, like you didn't. You didn't have a
1: name, so no. you
0: had to make it. You had to make a name for yourself.
1: Yeah, I wasn't someone and, who played for under a whistle. You know, I didn't play for a high school basketball you know, team. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm, and that's what I'm trying to say. And but you, you know, in your own level, it, like okay, you saw Mr. Thousand Point Score on WNEP, but then. In Frackville, on the blacktop, you know, you had you and your friends that were really, you know, and anybody can't say, well, they were older, they were bigger, they were stronger, tougher, faster. No, man, it was like. You know
2: what I mean,
1: like and that, you, and what you, happened in Frackville, we would do we would do in Harrisburg, we would do in Redding we would do in Hazleton we would do in Monty City, yeah, we would drive to Shenandoah, yeah. and we we play any town we can. We literally just drive if, if some we knew someone who had a car, we would literally just drive around from town to town. And if we seen people at the court, we stopped.
0: Yeah, man, I I knew, and I knew that's why like reaching out to you you would be you know very enthusiastic about getting me on here and talking about a basketball tournament especially for such a especially such a good cause because basketball was you know that was a very large party your life my life you know what I mean and and, you know anybody out there like you know listening to this like I can't tell you how many times like you know you come home from school you do your homework then just go get your ball and just Put your headphones in and go to the court, man. Like, relax. That was the hangout spot. Take stress off. That was the hangout spot. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like kids in this era now, like, they don't, like, there's so much electronics. They don't know how to, like, decompress sometimes. And, like, the headphones, your own mind, and a basketball can do, you know, therapy or whatever you know else you want to say. Yeah. So,
1: it's I mean. For the younger generation, cool, man. man. In the younger generation, it it does hurt my heart, I'm not gonna lie, when I drive, I still when I when I'm in Monte City or I'm in Frackville or I'm here, like if I my way home is easily just like two roads. But I will take the long way and drive no matter what town I live in. Like I live in Frackville now and I literally live right across the street from one of one of my favorite places to play that is no doesn't even have hoops anymore. Um so it's right right across from the the police station but i would st- to this day if you if i am driving through Monte city if i'm visiting my my, my mother or my, my father i will drive and i will drive by every court and just I don't stop anymore because it, it, it's just my habit. It's my habit. But I I don't yeah. stop because I don't have. A, I used to have a ball in the trunk at all times and a pair and a pair of uh, Adidas or a pair of Jordans. And uh, yeah, it, but it it does it does really break my heart to drive by a basketball court in four four or five different towns and not see one person at it. It really it sucks. It, and it's not even a COVID thing because this is not even before COVID. Just man, it's it, it it's I always say man work ethic and I used to coach myself for North School with soccer and stuff. Is like. It is not hard. I mean, it is hard. Everything is hard, and it takes, it takes time and skill and practice. But, like, today's generation is, is like you said, people are more involved in their electronics and their Instagrams and their Facebooks. And, hey, I mean, I, I'm trying to tap into that market by doing this podcast. But if you want to be an athlete, man, just go out and put 25, 30 minutes a day into your craft. Put an hour. Put two hours. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know? And going back to like the Mister, Th- I don't want to take away from anyone who played high school basketball there. I'm and I'm not trying to put out there that I was. I feel like I was the greatest of all time in the area because that's not the case at all. Because I, there are tons of people who I played basketball with that kicked my ass, and they were super, super talented. Um, and some of the greatest coaches I've ever seen in the area come from Schuylkill County, and I wish I would have played under a whistle against them or for them. Um, one being Mickey Holland. You know, what I mean, I never had a chance to play for Mickey, and I wish legend. If I could take anything legend. back man, I wish I would have put a black and gold jersey on and would have played for that team, but I was I was an idiot in high school and I said I don't need that. I can make my own path and I didn't really like the high school sport idea, but um so i don't want to say like don't do that route because the high school sports is is a bond and a com- camaraderie you'll never get back so go sign up for your local high school basketball teams and biddy and cyo's and support those things um because even though i was a, a street baller um i definitely still had tons of respect for the ones who came before me and who taught me basketball who were all played under a whistle and played under mickey Hollins. because i said i grew up in money city and there's some fantastic like this area just had some fantastic basketball players no, I'm just. I wasn't that great. I, I just had a really good team around me, and that's that's a really important thing people need to realize too. People idolize LeBron James of the world, but even even the greatest, why Michael Jordan, understood he needed five he needed five four other people around him and, and and a bench, and that's important in basketball as well. Don't just do it yourself. Find the right guys around you. The, the,
2: the last
0: thing I'm gonna say is that this this man so many people get caught up in our area with you have to have a name you have to have done this you have to have done that and message that he's trying to say is he was doing this you know just to be like happy and I'm not bullshitting like this man is probably In the top five street ballers, if not top three, like I've seen in our area my entire life. Now, there's a a difference, like Cody said, between high school players and, you know, playing out on the street. But the message of what we're trying to say is just get up and do something because it helps emotionally, physically, mentally. You know what I mean? And like. It's, I just feel like a lot of like that's why I, I lowered the age this year down to 14. it's 14 and up this year for the tournament because I want the kids to, to to be more active with things yeah. I, I, like I don't when we were growing up Mount Carmel had this thing I don't know if they have it anymore and I hate Mount Carmel I went to North school <laughs> if anybody from Mount Carmel if anybody from Mount Carmel sees this <laughs> I hate you anyway <laughs>
1: uh, that's high school Col region rivalry right there.
0: I'm way blue till I'm dead bleed right in blue till I'm dead anyway doors Mount Carmel had this thing it was uh it was like a – it was a building but it was a like a lounge for the kids to hang out and you would go in there And they had a counter and the guy sold hoagies and candy and they had an Xbox 360 in there or two of them and some pool tables. And I remember you asked that you had to give the guy, I went with Freddie Hughes one time, anybody questions why was G stand in a Mount Carmel thing? He just got done saying he hated it. I was with Freddie Hughes. We went in there and you, you pay to, to get the Xbox controller, you give them money and you rent it and then you go and, or you you pay to get the the cue ball for the pool table or you I think you had uh pinball machines or something in there too. And the, you could just go as kids, like no smoking, drinking, no BS. You just would hang out be a and kid. be in there. And it and it was it was something to do. Growing up, the number one thing people always said is there's nothing to do. Like and I just feel like if we had something like that now, even when the mall got demolished, they still had that thing like the Spartan Zone thing up there, mm-hmm. which was like a little bit of like. But the kids don't have like anywhere to go now.
1: Yeah, you know. I agree. So, I agree. It's, it's it's super sad. Um, I know my generation. When you, if you would have put something like that, we had a we had a few times where people in Monte City tried to make something like that, and it turned into just nonsense people were fighting and bringing the wrong things in there so it did suck i mean it it was tried a few times but just kids ruined it but even like so that being said too i remember like growing up if if they would try to put something like that in town it would get ruined and then everyone rewarded resorted back to the basketball court because that was the uh that was the um the thing that was the hangout spot of every pretty much every town was the basketball court. I remember me personally, me and my, my, like me, Tony and Justin and all, we would hang out and we'd, we'd be playing the entire day. And we'd turn around and say, yo, you're gonna leave that bottle on the t- on the on the bench. You know, clean up, man. There's a trash can right there. P- pick up after yourself. Because if we keep, if you guys keep coming here and trashing it, they're gonna shut this down, and we're not gonna have a place to play basketball anymore. So and that's another thing too, man. If so, if the community gives you something, you gotta take care of it. And you may not think just because you go to the Goodwill Fire Company that you know it might not mean anything to you, but it does mean something to people. Like I don't even play there anymore, but when I drive by, it 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 does make me feel good that it does look clean. Like if you're playing there, clean up after yourself don't don't stay there past curfew don't stay there till three in the five in the morning and cursing and screaming and, and carrying on and starting fist fights there keep your if you want something in your area and you want to be proud of it and you want more things to come you got to take care of the ones that the things that are there first Because if you turn around and they say, well, we have this basketball court and kids pick up after themselves and throw their trash away and they don't leave garbage all over the place, maybe we can then put a building in town for kids to hang out with again. So it really comes down to that, too. So you got to really protect what you really love and you really want to keep around in your area.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the respect to the Fractful Cops, man, because, I mean, growing up, that's how they used to handle things. I mean, I don't know how it is now. I haven't been recreationally really doing anything. Yeah. Um, like they would just keep it clean and, you know, don't be there past curfew. And other than, other than like, we literally got to do whatever we wanted. You know what I mean? Police didn't bother us, but it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Things are different now. It's different. But, um, yeah, so
1: the where, tournament. Yeah, where can people contact you so they can get their uh their sponsorships in or get their teams in?
0: Right. So uh I uh I made about 500 flyers. They're I mean they're at all they're like at a bunch of restaurants and all over the place. But um, I seen them at but, McNiffs yeah, yesterday. But my phone number is all over there and saw you saw it. You saw it at McNiffs? Yep. Yeah, all right, good. So um so Greg Stanalonis five seven zero five nine zero two zero one nine if you need to contact me. Um it starts at twenty-five dollars for a quarter page ad for businesses. Uh I believe right now I have like ten businesses done. Uh Anthony's uh, uh, compass rose, uh, uh, the, uh, Oh my God. The place I was just at in Pottsville. uh, crimson house, uh, a couple, a couple other ones. Like, uh, if you're a business out there and, uh, you're from Frackville, I didn't forget you. I always do Frackville last because I have the best relationship with you guys. Uh, anybody else, any other businesses or that want to get in touch with me, like I said, it starts at $25 for a quarter page ad. I put your you know, company logo or whatever you want in, uh, in the program booklet. And this year, if there's going to be 12 teams, that's 60 people alone. If everybody brings at least a plus one, I mean, that's at least 120 people. But it could be more. So. I mean, throughout the day, the fluctuating numbers, all I'm worried about is keeping it under 250, so I'm good with my permit. But that's, you're looking at, you know, exposure from a lot of different angles. Anybody that has a business out there, I mean, it's, I have teams coming from anywhere from Philly to Harrisburg to Hazleton to McAdoo, out by Jim Thorpe. You know, there's there's people coming from everywhere to play. Yeah, the uh, so if your if your business you know puts it at it it's it's gonna be seen.
1: One other thing too, I want to kind of put um, out there. You, you you also put out your Venmo or your PayPal, correct?
0: Right. Here's yeah.
1: here, here's my challenge to people who listen or watch this back. Uh, you don't also have to be a business to help this out. So this is this is going for a kid's tuition to go to school at some point in time. Um, you're, it, it literally takes you nothing to go to a bar or to a restaurant or go buy $25 worth of food at, at, a, at a local business. Take, take $15, $10 and, and, and throw it in. I, I know this page alone on Facebook has over 3,000 people that follow it. If everyone does a dollar, that you're just helping a kid go to college later. So you don't have to be a business to, to, to put money and support this anything helps just just throw a couple bucks on the venmo account that you see and we'll make sure all that's in there when you when this is posted and and show support to this like you're people always say there's not enough good things in our area here's here's someone going out of their way to do it for their dad's honor and to mem- memorialize their father but also put a kid through school later on using the thing that we loved the most growing up which was which was basketball so it, you don't have to be a business to do this you can just be a good person and throw a couple bucks in that you're you're not going to miss anyway
0: right let me let me comment on that tony um that's you know i have a uh i have a gofundme set up or they can do the venmo as well it doesn't matter
2: yeah
0: um if you if you just if you're just a person you just want to donate a couple dollars i have a there's a specific spot in the program where you know. You give five dollars your name and like if you want to write a sentence it still gets listed yeah so if you if you give anything you know some people like you are part of helping raise this tuition money for this kid you know whoever it may be that wins it this year to go to college and help their expenses Yeah. Like he's saying, if you just want to, you know, donate $5, all you have to do is $5 and you write a sentence, one sentence, or you just put your name and, you know, send it to me or, you know, like, uh, you know, or if you, whatever you want to put. And I have a separate section in the program alone for just those people. And, and there's, there's actually, I like, didn't bring that up. There's a lot of people that have, have done that. Like, I have a lot of $5 name and then, like, a Beautiful. school, like, like, uh, like, door school class of, you yeah. know, um, like, like, I have a bunch, I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of those. Like, so we have yeah, someone in the comments real quick. To,
1: you know. Um, how much is the yeah. donation goal for the tuition? Um, he tries to shoot for at least a thousand dollars, correct? The, ch- the check
0: for the, 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 the check that's awarded is a thousand dollar check.
1: Now, if, if you raise more than that, does, does it go do you carry over to next year or do you, it doesn't, how does that work?
0: Well, I have, um, I have like, you know, a, a good bit of overhang with like the DJ and like, I do have to have an incentive towards the goodwill. And and,
1: paying the bills.
0: yeah, Yeah. Like, So whatever is left, you know, the food, like nobody has to pay for food. Like I'm helping, like I'm using whatever is left of the donations to cover the food, to provide the food and drinks to the people. And by the way, I need to uh, thank uh, Shoe Stacks Welding this year. They gave the um generous donation for all the foods and drinks this year. So thank you to the shoe the thank you to the shoestack family and shoestack welded. But um and then like anything left left over would just continue into the account. Um, That account is a separate nonprofit through the IRS, which is set up through uh Midpen Bank. So like basically um, when I do taxes at the end of the year, there's a different like recording process for like whatever would be left in that scholarship account over, over like someone having like a regular checking account. Yeah. So, um, for, number one is the, the kid, um, whoever, you know, wins with the essay and everything, they're a thousand dollars for school. Um, next is, like I said, the food, the DJ, the like I said, there's behind the scenes incentives that I have to provide to the town, the borough of Frackville and the Goodwill. And then uh once all that's cleared up, it's basically whatever's left over just sits there. But after last year, I like I didn't have anything. Like I actually I last year I paid in like yeah. with my own money. Yeah. So we'll, we'll make sure that's I, not a
1: thing this year. Well we'll make sure everyone so gets hope, donations in
0: so hopefully this year i don't have to write any of my own money out yeah. but honestly tony like i i don't care man it's for my dad yeah and it's and it and it's helping it, it's helping somebody like me myself rest like rest in peace to my mother who you know passed when i was 6 years old rest in peace to my father who you know died last year when when I was a freshman in college my dad he got me to school and I got myself to school but there was a little bit of a issue with getting my books my first semester it was cleared up within like two or three weeks but I went you know maybe three weeks of class without books and as a freshman at college for the first time, someone with anxiety or not, that is frightening. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah.
1: That
0: that's terrifying. And if I can, you know, give this scholarship to, to a kid and they don't have to go through what I went through, then, I, then I, at the end of the day, that's where I want to be.
1: with mm-hmm. Well, listen, you man. Know? As as someone, like I said, I've known you for a long time and known you since you're you're a kid, man. Um, You've always been super respectful to me, to my wife. Uh, We invited you over for a UFC fight one time. We had a party and... You, you, you couldn't you couldn't be thankful enough. You, every thirty seconds, thank you so much for having me in your house. Thank you for so much for inviting <laughs> me. You've just always been, regardless of what anyone says or said. I don't care. Like I just, I always said you were a good kid, man. I've always been a fan of you. Um, I know everyone goes through some shit sometimes, and it's not easy to go through life. But man, just keep your head on straight. I like what you're doing for your father. I like that you're trying to bring the uh, the local basketball community back in, in a in a cool way and for doing it for all ages. Keep grinding, man. Uh, you have my support. Anytime you need this platform for my podcast, it's always open for you. Um, like I said, everything in the links below. Once before we uh, once we uh, we wrap this up, send me all of the the Venmo, the all that stuff. Send it to me in the link so I can make sure they're in the links below so people can go ahead and and, and hit that up. Um, and like I said, everyone head over to Facebook and just type in, uh, Gregory Standalonis, um, on Facebook and you can contact him if you're watching this on Twitch and need any more information. But if you're watching the replay on Facebook or YouTube, um, or on the uh, any audio, it's all going to be below. So, um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, anything else in closing you want to put out there?
0: Um, I just, um. You know, I just want to say to the people in our area, you know, it's so easy to get discouraged and then, you know, like want to quit and just not. Like, my life, man, like, if I'm here doing what I'm doing, there's no reason why I, that, you know, anybody in our area can't you know put their head together and, like, do what they want to do. And, like, I have this good cause here. I'm trying to, you know, for the, the community and, and the county and the area – I I just want as many people to come out, you know, enjoy some basketball, enjoy some music, enjoy some food. And, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a good day. Just remember, you know, the state guidelines with masks and social distancing as as you as you should. And, you know, just come and and enjoy. Enjoy the day. It's it's going to it's going to be a great day. And I thank everybody out there that's been helping me along with this. Um, Tony, thank you for having me on your platform and, you know, allowing me to, uh, you know, have another resource here to get my message out. Um, Thank you to the Pottsville Republican for helping me out a little bit uh, with advertising and the type of directions to go. Um, I have to, you know, this is people are going to say, well, why is he doing this? Uh, I have to plug my lawyer James O'Connor, James Michael O'Connor. He's been my best friend since we were four years old. Um, he was voted uh, Schuylkill Counties uh, by scoop News like the best, like top young, young shot lawyer. If anybody needs a lawyer out there, you know, is caught up in, in something small. And, you know, James, James Michael O'Connor, he's he's it, with O'Connor and Associates Frackville. Um. And uh, other than that, just, you know, my girlfriend, Brittany, she's, uh, you know, she's she's like the other part of my brain, man, she, she keeps it all together. And uh, none of this is possible without, you know, all the work that she does behind the scenes and she really doesn't get a lot of credit for it. So I just want to, you know, say thank you to to my girlfriend as well for, for always making sure that like we have things done like for a tournament or for a day or for whatever, you know, like important thing is going on because, you know, every year, like she's the one that makes sure that everything Gets done, and you know, thanks, Britt. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. And to your wife, Heidi, I have not seen in a long time. Thank you for you know having me at your house that one time, and you know, you were very nice to me, and you know, you're a very nice woman. So, um, she's and right. uh, <laughs> just just everybody out there in the uh, you know in the IWEP EP network, man. Check Tony out, man. He's got he's got like four podcasts. You know, I don't, I don't drink, I don't drink alcohol, but they, they got one about beer or it's all about beer and, you know, every, you know, type of beer and, you know, how you make it, all this different type of stuff. Like, and I'm speaking from someone that doesn't drink, you know, so Mm -hmm. it, you know, you might find it interesting for whatever reason. I watch it because somebody you know, he has my friend from different parts of my life on and they talk about this tonight you know what i mean like uh you know he's got this one interviews with everyday people i come on here and you know talk about this this person you know it's very podcasts are very interesting and like a a large percentage of the population hasn't really like dove into podcasting Mm -hmm. and uh you know you, i'm trying i'm trying to do ones.
1: podcasting and i'm trying to do it a local on a local standpoint so it's uh it's challenging it's very so a lot yeah. of it comes down to word of mouth if you, if you if you are watching this every single interview you really see on here are people you're going to you're going to see in your own backyard for the most part um, we try to we try to bring out some of the gems in school County that are positive. We try to let people come on and tell their stories. Um, we have people come on, talk about agi- addiction and how they overcame it. Uh, suicide, how they came- overcame it. We have people just in bands, our local businesses, our events like this. We have a lot of cool stuff on here. Uh, he was saying bang and beers podcast. We talk about local beer reviews and we do beer reviews from all over the place, but we also plug local business where you can pick those beers up. Um, we do not cool in high school. What I'm wearing now looks like the, it looks like the, uh, a logo you may have seen before. Um, But we talk about like pop culture, video games, movies, comic books, all that fun stuff. Uh, All of those shows are live on Twitch. So if you are subscribed to us on Twitch, you will get a notification when we go live, and you can always catch the replays on YouTube or on the Facebook pages. Um, we also do a podcast, Tornado Tag. We talk professional wrestling. May may not be for everybody, but I'm a pro wrestling fan. Um, we may have two other shows coming to the network very soon, another one hosted by me and another one that I have nothing to do with, but it's going to be a platform for people to to, uh, to put it on there. So that's the thing, too. If you, if you are looking to start a podcast, I will help you get – off the ground and get it going, and uh, you can join our network. You can put your show on our network and 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 already start your podcast with a little bit of uh, um, backing. I'll help you. I'll help you set up a merch page. You can you can and all that merch goes to you, and uh, your podcast will be on our platform, and more people will see it and hear it right away. So if you guys are interested, definitely hit me up. Once again, uh, Greg, thank you so much, man. Like I said, I'm super proud of you. Um, all the links will be below. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on interviews with everyday people. We're out of here. Hey,
0: thanks, brother. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. All right.
1: Yep, we'll see you at the tournament.
0: All right, man. Thanks for having me.